the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Hello. Rob Black. And your money. I'm Rob Black. Talking money, investing, and more. Join me today, CFP Chad Burton from New Focus Financial. He's live in studio, which basically means we have a seminar this weekend. Our one and only event in Marin, in San Rafael, at Four Points Sheraton. You can sign up for the event by going to newfocusfinancial.com and using the code RADIO25. A lot of good freebies there, including a link to the podcast that Chad does. Uh, Tuesdays and Wednesdays, good digestible financial planning information, but also a lot of downloadables on income and retirement, Social Security and things like Warren Buffett quotes. I love Warren Buffett quotes. Um, he is not Joe Sixpack, so to speak. Um, he's not Joe the Plumber. So he's not Joe Soros. Uh, Buffett is someone we could all learn from. And sadly, he's going to die one day like we all are. He's got a good income retirement plan. He's one of the wealthiest people in the world. So CFP Chad Bird and I, our goal is to get you to have a good retirement income plan, to get you to retirement so you can live from age 60 to 100 with some sort of dignity. Um, I just had a family member who was a great-grandmother, Chad, just kick over dead. So 94, 95 years old, has it, haven't, probably hasn't moved a good 100 yards in two or three years. Just finally kicked over dead. Just natural causes, dead. What's interesting is um, all of her money got divided up by the three heirs, um, couple years ago, but one heir was waiting. One heir was waiting. How much do you think that last heir is going to get after everything was divided up? Mm. Nothing! <laughs> Nothing is the answer! Okay, okay, okay. Calm down. God, how do you not know that? Why, are you the trustee? You're going to make sure that... Oh, no, no, no. It's just, some people make mistakes. They're like, oh, I'll take the money now. Thank you. You know, bird in the hand is better than a bird in the air. Because bird in hand, it can be eaten. Bird in air, it can't be caught. Same thing with trust. <laughs> okay. Money. So you're saying everybody else took some money while they were alive. Yep. And this hey. one is like, oh, I'll just wait. Yeah. And they got let, nothing. Look, Grandma, there's a, a Gene Wilder quote from Young Frankenstein where nothing, you deserve nothing. Um, that's where that is in my head. He's nuts. They're nuts. They know nothing. Oh, Jim Cramer's 10-year anniversary of the Bear Stearns meltdown. Yeah. So that's a good one. That was good. That was interesting to watch. <laughs> and then he gets shredded by John uh, Stewart, where you know Stewart is like, "You said Bear Stearns and Lehman were good ideas six weeks before they were worth nothing, and you sold that BS to America. And America bought it, and you didn't own any." So anyway, um, I never forget that Kramer is a bad person at heart. Uh, one of the things he's doing right now, he is. Wow. Okay. He is. He was a he was a hedge fund guy, and mm-hmm. he said in his book. I would call Marita Bartiromo and lie to her. So she would go on air with an insider said, and he would be doing the opposite. Yeah. I mean, how did he not get arrested for that statement? Manipulated the market? Uh, time? What's it? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Statute of limitations, yeah. Thank you. I couldn't think of the term. So, but anyway, I like Kramer on some levels. I hate him on other levels. 
Um, I don't think there's report cards on people on television. And that's a little bit of a problem. So where are we going with this? A big event coming up tomorrow, 10 to noon, uh, income and retirement. Um, there's no big secrets here. There's no magic up the sleeves. There's just doing things the right way and doing things the wrong way. People can sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. You know what's kind of interesting is I've seen more people even recently that turn into what I would call the George Soros six-packs um, where they're trying to be like George Soros and they're buying equity ETFs, international ETFs, fixed income ETFs, currency ETFs, commodity ETFs, volatility ETFs. The biggest joke of a um, ETF that I saw this year was an ETF tied towards LIBOR. There's a LIBOR ETF, and of course it's leveraged. Yeah, and I just see too many people try to be too too professional traders. And George Soros is a unique man. Mm-hmm. George Icahn, uh, not George Icahn, Icahn, um, Carl Icahn. Carl Icahn. Yeah, uh, very unique at what their skill sets are. Even Warren Buffett, you know, he got a ton of Bank of America, but he didn't do it like you and I would by buying the stock. No, he does it through debt that's convertible and. So what do you think about the average person trying to do this stuff? And what do you think about the average person trying to be their own financial planner? Well, I think ETFs are out of control. I, well, first of all, younger people can be their own financial planner now. I mean, look, if you're 20 years old and you just kind of focus on the idea that you got to save you know, at least 15% of pay, and the best way to do that is first max out your 401k, or at least put in enough to get the match, and then go do a Roth IRA, Investing is almost free now. I mean, you can go through all these brokerage firms and no-load mutual funds and put money in index funds that are at seven-tenths of 1% underlying fees. It used to be 1% was the average fee when I got into the business 24 years ago. So it's a great way to continue to accumulate. But you get to a point, usually in your mid-40s to 50s, right around in there, where you have all these things coming at you. You, Not only are you in the kind of the height of your career and all of the time that that requires for you to be good at that so you can make a great living. But then you have kids in college, you have college savings plans, you have insurance needs, you have tax issues, you have RSUs and ISOs and non-qualified stock options at work. You've got an estate plan that you've got to get done. And you get to the point where you're like, look, I've got to delegate this. Just like any good CEO knows, they try to delegate as much as they can and focus on what they're really good at. Well, you're really good at your job. So if you're having issues or discussions and and you can't get a direction with your spouse and that's the time when you get a financial advisor good stuff and you're gonna be talking a lot about this we're gonna cram in a lot of information two hours i'm gonna go over some stock ideas um good and bad i'm gonna go over some momentum plays uh michelle lerman's gonna be talking to state planning you can sign up for the event in san rafael um and a little hint you could probably chad burton is gonna be somewhere in marin tonight and if you find him and touch the lucky leprechaun you get his pot of gold which is Irish for pot of gold. Hey, Rob, you're giving away my secrets. Did you watch the Conor McGregor fight? Mm-hmm. Did you pay for it? Uh, did I pay for it? No, 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 no. I went to a friend's house. I saw it too, and I did not pay for it. <sighs> it's the secret of financial planners. Use other people's boats and use other people's yeah, Conor McGregor I haven't fights. figured that one out yet. <laughs> okay, I was I've got a boat it. problem. You do have a boat problem. <laughs> but you also have an income issue that is, is strong enough to support said boat problem. That's right. But I sometimes run the numbers on how, how much I spend on boating every year and how many years of retirement that could knock off. But it's okay because I like the memories. Can I give you some advice? Nope. One of the best pieces of advice <laughs> I ever got when I was doing Bloomberg Television, mm-hmm. um, and I stole this, was from a financial planner. And someone, the person was just trying to get like 10 seconds of filler. Can you give us one last financial tip? He goes, plant fruit trees. And I thought about it, and I was like, he's right. Like, avocados right now are out of control. Oh, my gosh. I saw a house for sale that produces over 300 avocados from one tree. 
I'm like, that's a, that's a pretty hefty bushel. Well, uh-huh. and, and the, just the organic push that you, and the cost of organic food. I mean, if you just did that at home, you know, that's a good, that's a good point. I mean, you know, there's my, no my such... baby, I think my, my 15 month old uses at least one avocado a day. Yeah. You know, there's no such thing as organic. Don't crush my. And I'll tell you why, because there's <laughs> things called pollution and factories. Yeah. So they pump stuff in the air and it gets mm-hmm. into our soil and like, there's no such thing as organic and people just buy that meth. Sorry, yeah. Mr. Burble. They're Burble. certified organic. What does that mean then? Is it grown in a bubble? Mm-hmm. Say what? I know. We've got a client working on that right now. Is that right? Yep. So I'd, I'd love to pick your brain on what your clients are working for, but on, but I'm sure they wouldn't appreciate that. CFP Chad Burton, you can meet him this NDAs. weekend in San Rafael. <laughs> That's actually pretty important. I think every company should make you sign a non, uh, a non-compete and non-disclosure type of issues. So, yeah, you got to be careful signing those. Sometimes the wording in there is like. They're going to see you no matter what. <laughs> so be very careful of them. Anyhow, you can see CFP Chad Burton this weekend in San Rafael in Marin. You can sign up using the code RADIO25. It's RADIO25. Go to newfocusfinancial.com. Hear Chad Tuesdays and Wednesdays here from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. Hear me Monday through Fridays, uh, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Uh, big event this weekend tied towards income and retirement. I'm going to go over some stocks. Chad Burton's going to talk and uh we will give you good financial information free of cost. Use the code radio 25 this weekend only want the podcast with music. Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black show. Listen to Rob Black and your money weekday mornings, seven to nine on AM 1220 KDOW. Now back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. So I dig this song. I dig this band. This is Arcade Fire out of Canada. A, take off your hoser. Every inch of sky's got a star. Every inch of skin's got a scar. Every inch of road's got a sign. Every boy uses the same line. Something I dig about this band is they finance their own music. They stay away from the industry. So if their last album bombs, they're done. Now, here's something I don't like. They're coming to Oracle Arena. I saw them a couple years ago at Berkeley. I go to like one show a year, it feels like. Mm-hmm. The Berkeley Greek Amphitheater. And I'm like, I'm never coming here again. I was, I was officially the old guy. And someone touched me in my tummy and said, move out of the way, fat old guy. <laughs> he actually did do that. Did but, you have um, like Converse on and a chain wallet or a like, wallet chain? No, no. Too? That was like probably a $60 concert. You know how much the Oracle Arena show starts? Two fifty for a ticket. <sighs> Now, I like this song because it does bring up the whole idea of you got everything. I want it. Everything now. I need it. Everything now. I got to have it. How do you feel that materialism plays into your world of financial planning? Because I have to imagine you see oh some gosh. crazy decision making. And I'm a, min- I'm a minimalist. Um, I wish I could be more. Yeah. But I think that's the way America has to go. Um, there's been situations where we've actually parted ways with clients. Not... I, I, maybe two or three times in my career where we've had to say, look, like you're just not listening to our advice. You keep doing these things that we say not to do. So you, if you don't respect our advice, why don't you just stop paying us? This just doesn't feel right. Yeah. Where you'd say you need to cut down expenses and all of a sudden they would show up in a new car um, or they would help buy a house for a kid and their main concern is their retirement and they keep just decimating their chances of retirement. So why are you paying us for advice when we give you advice and you're not listening and you just continue to spend money? I think they almost want to pay somebody that's going to tell them, it's going to be okay. Oh, yeah, go ahead and do it. It's going to be okay. A good 
financial advisor that's a fiduciary is not going to blow smoke like that. Yes, minimalism, I think, is going to be a big key. And there's a line in that song that goes, till every room in my house is filled with SHI that I couldn't live without. Um, honestly, I think you as a financial planner, and this was, I almost, I was trying to get a national TV show. And one of the things they wanted me to do was go in people's houses and scream at them. And at the time, I'm like, I'm not a screamer. I'm not going to be that guy, to, um, you know, Gordon Ramsay. Mm. Um, but now that I think about it, if you look at my house, how much CARP is in there that I just don't possibly need, mm-hmm. that I use once. Um, like, for instance, I buy all my ski rental clothes used at a, a Goodwill. Because, because I you go twice a year, right? Maybe. Three times a year. And I figured out a long, long time ago that that stuff's expensive. Yep. And the moment I break my leg, I'll never do it again. Um, so why gear up at, you know, $400 a person minimum to do it right? I just go to thrift stores. Um, you go to Tahoe, there's a, a Goodwill somewhere uh, on the... And it, it, okay, maybe I'm wearing fuchsia. But it's, it is what it is. <laughs> what happened to the bear outfit? <laughs> I do have a bear outfit. So, which is kind of interesting. My bear outfit, it's not a costume I put on. I just take off my shirt. And poof. <laughs> poof, the hair comes out. Robin Williams. I moved down the mountain <laughs> so slowly that rangers started getting their guns out and getting ready to shoot me. Cause I heard you got trapped once. I got trapped. Yep. I'm walking into this one. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's a trap. Admiral Akbar. It's a trap. <laughs> That's my new favorite drop. That is a drop. I can picture the guy now. And I never knew his name was Admiral, Admiral Akbar until you started playing this on the air. Yes. Star Wars, everyone. So, you know what's interesting? I look back at the last eight, nine years, and you look at all these things that we could have sold the stock market for. GM's bankruptcy, mass amount of jobs being lost, earthquake in Japan, tsunami in Japan, nuclear Fukushima meltdown in Japan, S&P downgrades U.S. debt, BP oil spill. I kind of like the BP oil spill. I don't find that a negative because it killed dolphins, and dolphins are the enemy of the people. Um, Then you had the Cyprus haircut. Greece is going to leave the EU. Um, and people panic. Gold hit $1,900 an ounce. The fiscal cliff in the United States sent stocks lower. There was the taper tantrum. The government shut down. The Ebola virus. Remember when people were dying because blood was coming out of their eyes? Um, I don't know if that actually happened, but it sounds good when I say it now. The Brexit, the U.S. election, which was all in turmoil. There's been so many reasons to sell in the last nine years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Solar eclipse, triple earthquake, triple... Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, triple uh, hurricane... There's always reasons to sell, but you have a 257% gain, your chart just said, since March of 2009. And I'm running into people still that went to cash and are just now thinking about getting back in. And in in the last eight years, here's the things that have happened. Um, The iPad has been invented. Buying stocks is a good deal, so says Obama. Uber goes live. Tesla goes live. Facebook goes live. Publicly traded. All created massive amounts of wealth. You had House of Cards change the way Netflix and consumer television goes, and Netflix stock goes on a rock and roll since then. Stocks hit an all-time high in 2006, 2007, 2008, 2009. Um, there's massive pullbacks that created huge buying opportunities. You get the Star Force, uh, Star Wars movie, The Force Awakens, uh, obviously good for the movie industry. Amazon introduces the Echo. Like You've had these massive great breakthroughs that people just kind of ignore. Mm-hmm. They focus on the yeah. negatives. So. Anyway. It's, they either focus on the negatives or the the rah 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 that happens in the market that that sucks people into thinking that they should be picking individual stocks. That this meal, this feeling of missing out that 
sucks people into investing the wrong way. And then all of a sudden they'll get that correction and then they'll leave and not invest again for four or five years until they get sucked right back into real estate or some other boom, you know, cycle. Um, maybe it's a Bitcoin situation. I don't know. It's just, most people should be sticking with index funds, total stock market, us, uh, total stock market international, and that's good for your first 250000 bucks. And you can kind of just make sure you're saving 10 to 15% of pay. And for real reasons to invest, and I just gave some superficial ones, but you have the advances in medicine. You've got the cost of financial products going down. You've got incredible apps like Google Maps um, that have changed our lives and opened up navigation for the world and created you know distribution solutions for mm-hmm. problems in the world. You've got solar energy as a viable option. You've got Wi-Fi basically across the United States. And although it may not be as good as Sweden... Is anything as good as Sweden? No, no, no. I haven't been there yet. The Swedish bikini models. Do you remember that? My sister's about to marry a Swede, so we're probably you know, we're going to be probably going there for a wedding. Nice. Yeah, I'm hoping that it's a winter wedding so I can hit the slopes. Let's and just be. What's interesting about Sweden? Everything's better. The Swedish bikini team. Yes. Yeah. 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 And you know what else I like? The Swedish chef. The Swedish chef. He was um, the best. He was the best. Him and Beaker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know they fired the Kermit the Frog and they replaced him? Yeah, just and it, the last couple just haven't sounded right. Yeah, well, the guy has the cush job of the world, and he, he steps up to Disney and goes, I don't think Kermit would say that. And they fired him. <laughs> Something about having opinions at work. I wonder if they dress up as Mickey Mouse and then walk into the room and fire him so Mickey You're Mouse fired. is actually You're fired. firing You're fired. Person. You're fired. You're fired. Um, where does this go? <laughs> oh, one last thing I like about Sweden. Not just the chef, but Swedish fish. Have you ever had Swedish fish? I, yeah. yeah. I'm not a big candy guy. There's bubblegum now. I think Trident makes bubblegum or actually makes bubblegum. Swedish gum. fish bubblegum? Swedish fish flavor. Mm. If that's not the sign of the apocalypse... I always thought Tony Robbins becoming a financial advisor was one of the four horsemen. I was wrong. <laughs> I like the uh, Norwegian Lutfiskum. That's really good. Um, back to topic. <laughs> man, you and I connect. We can get off topic fast. Oh, man. The other things we get excited about, too, is that I think that you have to almost talk to people why they should be excited because they hear about stagnant weight not a lot of wage inflation yeah. here the middle class is well, you know, flat to slightly declining you have to get outside of your head when it comes to investing and realize that 70 percent of the global gdp is outside of the u.s now and there's middle classes growing around the world so if you have money or you're investing and you take a global view or you're not just in large u.s companies that you're you know international emerging markets there is a huge amount of opportunity there's so much technology being created there and even U.S. companies, U.S.-based companies, will be able to benefit and cut so much costs because of artificial intelligence and automation and drones, blockchain, all that kind of stuff that's coming down the line. I mean, very lean and mean machines out there that you can invest in. 30 seconds plug the seminar this weekend. It's the best uh, retirement event there is because it teaches you which accounts to draw from first. Are you ready to retire and how to rebalance your portfolio the right way? Swedish fish for everyone? Lutefisk gum. Nice. And people can sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. Use the code RADIO25. I'm going to be going over a stock list of things that you shouldn't buy because everyone else owns them. I'm going to go over some ideas, some low-cost dividend-paying stocks. 
Uh, we have a whole event planned. You can learn more about the event by going to newfocusfinancial.com, hit events, and hit the one that says San Rafael coming up in Marin. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for all free. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. Little Kenny G bringing us back from break. The smooth, dulcet towns. Kenny G. One of the four horsemen of the financial apocalypse. Much like Tony Robbins giving financial advice. Kenny G had a career that lasted over 30 years. And a couple of years ago, the curly-haired Caucasian saxophonist, his real name is Kenneth Gorlick. I guess my last name was Gorlick. That changed my name to G. Yeah, Robert B. No one funnier than Ali G. No one more suck music than Kenny G. Shows the difference that a G can make here or there, right? Um, so he was out there giving advice on how to invest, and he was on CNBC, and it shows you how far you can fall. CNBC once was a pretty decent, you know, content financial media to the masses. Um, and yeah, I guess we can learn a little bit. He invested in Starbucks. You know why he invested in Starbucks? Because he grew up in Seattle. Mm, yep. So, you know, good thing he didn't invest. He didn't, good thing he didn't come, uh, grew up in Montana. So. What would he invested in? Cows? Cattle? There's a line from an officer and gentleman, and I can't repeat it on the air, but cattle is one of them. <laughs> Behave yourself. Steers and. and I don't oh, gotcha. See any horns on you. So. Anyhow, and anyway, um, I just thought that was worthy of note. What do you think about the celebrity out there giving advice? Because, for instance, The Apprentice has that guy, uh, Mr. Wonderful. He's on CNBC all the time now. Yep. And it's pretty annoying because he's kind of like the Canadian Donald Trump. He's going to run for, what does Canada have? King? Premiership? Lord? He's going to run for, for Lord of Canada. And uh, he's very conservative. It's Lord of all lords. His Lord of all lords. Title. And his, uh, that is not right. <laughs> his secretary right. of state's going to be lords. Take off, you hosers. Bob and Doug McKenzie are going to be his uh, economic panel. <laughs> what other Canadians can we throw in? Wayne Gretzky is going to be his director of sporting education. What's Justin Bieber going to do for him? He's going to be a believer. You know, I'm turning on Bieber. I used to dislike him, and now I'm starting to like him. Oh, yeah. Dane Cook, Canadian. Ooh. No way, fool. Mr. T does not like that. <laughs> no, Mr. T is That's very right, Jack. So, big event coming up, um, income and retirement. Uh, anything that you want to talk about? <laughs> uh, such a way. I, I don't know. What, what do you want to talk about, Rob? On average, our homes have more televisions than people. We oh, can... Wow, that's kind of spooky. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> no, it's true. Um, one out of 10 Americans rent off-site storage, which is the fastest growing in commercial real estate of the last four decades. Do you ever do um, real estate investment trust tied towards storage? Because they are growing. And there's with real estate investment trusts, the publicly traded ones, mm-hmm. love, love, love for the long-term patient investor who does homework. Yep. But for the private REITs, not so much. But again, with publicly traded real estate investment trusts, you can invest in storage, malls. Maybe malls aren't a good idea because of Amazoning of the world. Right. They're saying that malls are going to turn into condos soon. Right, yeah. And put restaurants in there, and that'll be a destination. 
Um, yeah, they're changing the whole theme of what a mall is. Yes. So, um, but yeah, I mean, real estate, especially global REITs, I would take a look at global REITs. Um, the idea of having a non-correlated asset in your portfolio that kicks off some income to get that true non-correlation, so it's not really moving right along with the S&P 500 anymore, it would be a global REIT. Um, the S&P 500 used to be 10 sectors, now it's 11 with REITs. They pulled That's REITs right. out of financials. So now you can get actually a clearer reading on how REITs are doing in general on a quarter by quarter basis. It's interesting to note that sometimes I'll say things on the air like buy an buy a plant an avocado tree. Mm-hmm. Pretty obvious advice. Brush your teeth and floss your teeth <sighs> two, three flossing. times a day. Got the you brushing down. I just don't floss enough. I, My know. dentist says if you have to do one or the other, just floss because your tongue's going to get most of it off. Unless your you teeth. have meetings with people. Yeah, that's true. Then you got to brush. Man, what do you do? What's the what's the um, what's the rule of etiquette when you meet with someone and their teeth are rotten? Dental it's, referral. Dental referral. Mm-hmm. Okay. DDS periodontal surgeon. There's an industry that's been kind of Amazon in a funny way. Um, have you heard the commercial for Serac? No. It's a dental commercial, and basically you can get a one day tooth repair. Like so, if your tooth blows up and you lose a whole tooth. They can build a ceramic one with 3D imaging and um, what's the 3D, 3D printing essentially yeah. is what it comes down to. And it used to have to, we have to take an impression and send it off to the lab. And then this lab was someone that you didn't know that basically doubled the price and your dentist doubled that price. And um, so implants have come down super cheap. So, You know, I was supposed to get braces and I never did because you started TV and I didn't want to have braces when I was on TV with you. That's fantastic. That's such a good story. You tell it so well for us. <laughs> Please tell us about So I've one. messed up teeth still because of you, Rob. Yeah. Top row fine, bottom row. No That's way. It's funny because when you said you were going to get braces, I was like, do it, do it. Come on the TV show with leg braces. <laughs> I looked young enough as it was. I didn't want to have braces, too. No, I wanted you to have leg braces. And like, <laughs> hey, son had leg braces. At the time. Be a special needs person and like, hey, the financial planning community has one of those. Um. Wow, you're really you're making some friends today. <laughs> well, you have to you have to admit the financial planning world is what I'm trying to get at. It's a lot of white people, a lot of males, mm-hmm. and every now and then you see a female and you're like, oh, that's refreshing because obviously they can see things differently. There's not a lot of people of color in financial planning. There's not a lot of people who can take on special needs and understand special needs. Uh, so that's what I was trying to get at, and it's a joke. Come on, you can do better no, than it's, that. It's the, it, it is changing because there's companies like TD Ameritrade, for example, are really pushing. They're giving grants to colleges to create um, that get into the personal financial degree programs. Uh, so next week, my son and I are actually visiting Texas Tech. They have one of the best personal finance programs where kids come out and they've passed the CFP exam. They've really had business courses that are really actually geared towards investing in personal financial planning. Yeah. That never existed. And, and, and I mean, I took finance in college, it really had nothing to do with what I do today. I took CFP courses to get that education. Which is interesting because I've been looking at some Santa Barbara high schools for obvious reasons that I'm kind of burned out on the Bay Area on a lot of levels. Um, love the Bay Area, but um, the high schools there, you can go to any high school, in the, you can go to Goleta, Santa Barbara, or Montecito, mm-hmm. and they all have college degree programs or college credit programs. Mm-hmm. So you can go to one that specializes in engineering, biology, you can go to one that's tied towards uh, theater, you can go to one tied towards robotics, and you can actually get two or three credits for college in high school on something that actually might be a career versus you know home ec and shop. 
Yeah. Well, my son is graduating high school this year. He'll have an associate's degree. So he's doing a, a program like that. So, you know, it's going to save me probably $70,000 in college costs or him. I'm not going to pay for all of it because he's doing that in high school. So if he That's goes huge. into financial planning, if he goes to Texas Tech, you're not going to hire him, are you? No, I said five years. You got to go work somewhere else, at least five years. And I'd, I'd have to have a very true transition plan yeah. out because, um, you know, it can be very difficult to work with family. You got to make him um, go to like LPL Financial or something. Ameriprise. <laughs> Edward Jones, make him knock on doors. No, I'll have him do uh, Primerica multi-level marketing. So you can have two jobs. You can pump gas in the day and then sell insurance at night. Oh. Can you tell I really like those guys? (laughs) Talking about attacking me on Timmy. Uh, You just went after Ameriprise. Not Ameriprise, Primerica. Oh, Primerica. That's right. Yeah, the multi uh, MLMs. Yeah. So, you know, I once was um, at a hotel resort. Super sexy time. Unbelievable sexy time. It was in part of the world. Was it business time or sexy time? Sexy time, business time. Because business time is sexy time. And me and my honey are there, and we're having a nice fruity cocktail. And then outside we hear, Who's part of the Million Dollar Club? Woo! <laughs> and it's Primerica, yeah. and they've brought 100 people with them. <clears throat> and they are throwing down, this is big bucks. This is big bucks. This isn't the typical $69.99 room by the hour that I usually get from my honey. This is big dollars. Yep. And th- what's that tell you? It, it, <laughs> it tells you that their associates can take a lot of money from dumb, not dumb, uneducated financial people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you can tell your friends are getting sucked into it, too, because you see them first. They start doing inspirational quotes <laughs> and then they go into Facebook and then they start doing inspirational talks as they're sitting in their car. And it all starts with, hey, guys, I just want to check in today. The one that I love. Is, are you are you? Getting after your destination, your goals, and blah, blah. It's like, oh, my God. Don't you love your, don't you love your family? Yeah. Don't you want to take care of them in case something happens to you? You want to get this annuity? Yeah. And I'm like, no, that annuity, it's almost 9%. It's a bad idea. Oh, you must not love your family. I'm like, you're right. <laughs> you're right. I don't love my family. Yeah. 9% is where I draw a line with my family. I stepped on a Lego this morning. I do not love my family right now. <laughs> <laughs> is Lego code for anything? No. Okay. You've stepped on a Lego before. Come on. It I, hurts. Yeah, it does. So... Um, topic change, big event this weekend. So we will be serious. We will run a good tight ship event, um, tied towards income and retirement. So two hours is uh, plenty of time. We'll answer your questions. Uh, get there a little bit early, stay a little bit late. Um, talk to CFP Chad Burton, CFP Dan Fetterman, CFP Mark Fairley, CFP Ryan Ashio, um, estate planning attorney, Michelle Lerman, myself, uh, mortgage real estate guy, Tony Mendez. Anyone else going to be there that we need to know of? A lot of people from the team in yeah. Focus Financial Group, yeah. A lot of CFPs. Little Lumineers. You hipster yet? No, no hard part. Can you grow I, a hipster beard if you tried? It'd probably turn red. <laughs> a little Irish. That's not a good luck. Yeah, no. So. It gets about an inch long and starts to go red. He's my favorite financial planner. You can meet him this weekend in Marin, in San Rafael, Four Points Sheraton. Uh, tied towards income and retirement planning. These are good events. It's the only time we'll be in Marin all year. You can sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. Use the code RADIO25 to get in El Frio. Get up. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Now. 
Back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. And this morning's special guest, Chad Burton of NewFocusFinancial.com. Oh, my, my, my. <laughs> Hello, uh, Captain. Wow. <laughs> you have any uh, Kirk impressions? No. Yeah, I'm not a good Kirk. I don't think I could do a good Kirk. Here's my impression of James C. Kirk getting into a fight. You know how every episode he got into a fight, you get punch in the stomach or punch in the head. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> it's always a one, two. And it was always a, ooh. Ooh. And then there's the overhead block. Upset. Ooh. <laughs> ooh. CBS is bringing back a Star Trek season uh, this year. A new series. Who's going to be the captain? Mm, I get the feeling it's going to be a not white guy. <laughs> There's been plenty already. Oh was the last my one? My. Oh my my! Last one was J- Captain oh Jane. Janeway? Is it Janeway? It was Janeway? Okay. No, didn't watch it, but and there was Scott Bale. Not Scott Bale. The other Scott. <laughs> Scott Bale. Scott Bakula. <laughs> Scott Bale's evil brother. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of evil, market hasn't seen a correction in a while. Oh, oh! I'm James C. Kirk. Did you know we invented the cell phone? The communicator was a cell phone. Do you see anything different between the iPhone and the communicator? When can we get beamed places? When will he die is the question. <laughs> Talk about a man who won't die. But okay. Uh, um, Priceline stock would have to drop significantly and then maybe... He messed up. He sold that stock. All of it? He sold it very early on. He really? looked at it as a payday. Didn't, didn't think it was going to work out for him. So, wow. Big mistake. One of the biggest financial successes in the stock market in the last 15 years. Um, as that whole industry is consolidated. If you don't consolidate, you get killed. Like Trivago. Um, like grocers right now? Well, well, Trivago in the world of booking online. Yeah. Um, Hurricane comes along. <laughs> and they do a lot of cruises. So their stock was down 20% this week, all based on one hurricane. With a backup behind it. So, so speaking about corrections on <sighs> stocks, correction the stock market, it's been a while. Um, what's the emergency plan? We know the emergency plan on earthquakes. What's the emergency plan if we get a 5%? Or 10% correction. Dun, dun, dun. Let's talk about, I mean, why it's been going up. I mean, has it been going up just because people are buying and there's no real earnings involved? Yes. And that's just not the case. I mean, one of the things that's really helped international or companies that do a lot of business overseas, mm. the dollar is at a, what, almost 18, two-year two low against yeah, yeah. the euro and a couple other currencies as well. The yen's up today again. So companies that make profits overseas, even if they're making the same amount of revenue, the dollar has dropped. So when they bring that currency back, they buy more dollars. So it makes their earnings go up. So we're expecting another really good Q3, like we got into Q2 of companies that do a lot of business overseas. And that's not just currencies either. Overseas, like I said before, there's a growth shock from Europe. Um, and the Brexit just didn't play out as bad as they thought. So the, the UK is doing pretty well still. Um, and companies that do have more than half of their sales overseas saw a 6% plus revenue increase on a year-over-year basis versus about 4.5% for the rest of the S&P 500. So it's not just the currency that's creating more earnings. It's actual selling more goods and services overseas. So the earnings are there. Um, now, has it been pulled forward? Probably. I mean, we got the S&P 500 ahead 11% for the year. Where earnings on track to grow seven point eight to ten. If you know, if you add in oil companies, which are really you know reporting from from their death, 
you got to kind of take those out, and you're still seeing a 7.8%. So the market's gotten a little bit ahead of itself. So now's a good time to rebalance the areas that are overweight in your portfolio. So we just did that. We're still in the process of making sure that asset classes, especially in U.S. large, are trimmed to that percentage that we want versus letting them kind of ride. And that gives us some cash to free up so that we can take advantage of opportunities that we see overseas right now, which we still like, and small cap value as well. Speaking of let it ride, let's go with a Vegas idea here. When you're gambling, do you ever let it ride? Win one hand in blackjack, go for two? I can't even remember the last time I played, Rob. Just go with me here. Um, I usually let it ride because I'm playing $10 blackjack until they shut it down. Okay. I do $5 blackjack, single hand blackjack. You know what I do? You that's... can't find that anymore in Vegas. Come on. Five Not bucks? in Vegas. No, no, no. No. So, Reno. Um, Stock- they... Stockton. Stockton. <laughs> Chief Bow Wow, feel big hand. You know what I do when I play blackjack? I Let's slow the table down. Because you I start count to... on your fingers? Like... No, no. I... <laughs> dealers, dealers win because people make rushed decisions. If the, the faster you make a decision, the, the more likely you are to make a mistake, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Dealer has a four showing and you have a nine. Hit me. No, 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 no. No, no, no. You've got 19. Stay, stay, stay. But if you slow the table down and you start telling like outrageous lies. Like, I was here last night and there was a woman with no teeth. I guess there has like so. Like, and you started like, no, I didn't just I made out with her. Dealer hates it because everyone has to stop and listen to your stupid story. But everyone gets to stop and think. Tying this to Wall Street is the same concept. Um, I think women historically have, quote unquote, been better shoppers in our society. Huge generic saying, huge wrong saying. But if you learn how to shop and you learn how to slow things down instead of like going, oh, Amazon's down 10. I'm going to buy it. It's up 100% for the year, but it's down 10 points. People rush into things they make bad decisions yep well the the corrections significant corrections allow you to actually fill up your shopping list so you should always have a list of stuff that you want to buy more of but realize that okay it's trading at 22 times earnings versus the s&p 500 at 17 and a half times earnings maybe it's a little too expensive right now so wait till a correction to pick up that so yeah shopping list have it ready corrections are buying opportunities versus time to panic try to be a slow thinker try to be a david try to be a guy who sits there and just goes ah you can meet CFP Chad Burton and learn a ton. It's an informational seminar this weekend um, in San Rafael. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. Sign up for the Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning Seminar in San Rafael. It's our one and only visit to San Rafael this year. Um, you can sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. Use code RADIO25 to get in free Saturday. That's tomorrow from 10 to noon. Any last words? No. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Thank you for being here, Mr. Verbose. Thank you for having me. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.